Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Chasing Childhood, a weekly podcast where we revisit our favorite childhood movies and video games to see if they still hold up as adults. And we also revisit our favorite childhood vacation spots. <laughs> like this weekend, <laughs> both Steph and I took vacations to nostalgic places, and it was amazing. Yeah, it was a good time. It's always nice to go back to places from your childhood. Yeah. I went to like the Maryland equivalent of the Jersey Shore. Stop. <laughs> but it's it like really the best is. place. But it's it's like less bad, but like the boardwalk's better and slightly less awful. But like, I don't know, everything there I'm always like walking around going, Oh my gosh, I remember this when I was yeah. like sixteen or I remember this from when I was ten. Right. So Steph went to Ocean City, Maryland, whoever's I wondering. Did. Um, which I try to avoid like the plague because <laughs> it just reminds me of beach week, like senior beach week yes, after graduation. Does. And it's just <laughs> like like Steph said, it's basically the Jersey Shore, but in Maryland. Yeah. I had the best time at my beach week, so oh. <laughs> I just think all of it all like very fondly. Right. <laughs> and Lex, where did you go? I went to Wildwood, New Jersey. So Yes. Yeah. We used to go every year. And this year was quite the adventure, guys. We um <laughs> first of all, like our I'm trying to think of what happened. So first of all, like there was a water main break because why wouldn't there be oh my god so like all of the water in our hotel was yellow and it was disgusting ew it's awful (laughs) um and then when we were like walking around there's a bunch of boardwalks and rides and stuff so we did a bunch of that stuff we did like carnival games we did Mm -hmm. crane games because i'm obsessed with crane games um (laughs) and fun fact that you guys might not know about me the last time i was in wildwood we played skee ball in a tournament and nice i came in first place and of course you did. My sister came in second, and we got invited to the World Skee-Ball Championship in Las Vegas. <laughs> Clearly, we didn't go because we have lives, um, but good luck to everyone who went. Yeah, I want to point out to everybody that our family, like in general, we are all dummy good at carnival games. Like, yeah. we are all so good. Skee-Ball, um, the water gun game, claw machines, like... We're good at carnival games. Like, <laughs> well, I it's wouldn't just a say family trait. I wouldn't say good because, like, I played softball in high school and college, and I played one of those games where you try to knock the cans down, and I missed every single one okay, like three those times. Those are rigged. Those are rigged. <laughs> sure, I'm they about are. Ones with skill. Ones with real skill. Thanks for coming to my rescue. Thanks for I defending me. Um, and then the other thing, like all weekend, we could not stop talking in a Gru accent. I don't know what the heck was going <laughs> because on. Because the movie's coming out. Yes. But we like, every time someone was like, do you like my outfit? We'd be like, you look very good. You look great. <laughs> Everything's great. We're going to the moon. Like, so stupid. I love that. And then last but not least, I tried funnel cake for the first time really you never had it I never wanted funnel cake I'm not gonna (laughs) lie guys it never appealed to me did you like it um or were you like neutral let's just say so I got oreo funnel cake okay a choice um (laughs) choices were made and it was good I didn't think it needed like the crushed oreos but I liked the the chocolate drizzle that they put on top because I love Uh some chocolate drizzle of course but I would say on a scale of from A plus to F minus, it was an A. 
Okay. Okay. She liked it. Yeah. <laughs> 10 out of 10 would recommend. It was great. So <laughs> Love it. All right. Well, we're going to stop uh, diverting <laughs> into why we're here. All right. Because we know you guys want to get into it. Yeah. This week, we are reviewing the Cheetah-licious 2003 Disney Channel film, The Cheetah Girls. I'm so excited. <laughs> So we're going to share some behind-the-scenes info and fun facts from the making of this decom. Then we're going to decide whether or not this film is Prada or Nada 19 <laughs> years after its release. Nada. <laughs> the Cheetah Girls is a 2003 American musical television film based on the book series of the same name by Deborah Gregory. This film marks the first Disney Channel original movie that was a musical. The film stars Raven Simone, Adrian Bailan, Keely Williams, Sabrina Bryan, Lynn Whitfield, Juan Shioran, Lori Ann Alter, and Vince Corraza. The film was directed by Oz Scott and produced by Whitney Houston, Deborah Martin Chase, and Cheryl Hill. The script yeah, was, was written. <laughs> the script was written by Allison Taylor, and the music was composed by John Van Tongeren and Mark Mothersbaugh. The film was nominated at the 28th Annie Awards and the 27th Saturn Awards, but sadly left empty-handed. An original motion picture soundtrack for this film was released on August 12, 2003 by Walt Disney Records and Columbia Records. The soundtrack went to number 33 on the Billboard 200 and was certified double platinum. Well deserved. <laughs> <laughs> this album was the moment, guys. The Cheetah Girls premiered on Disney Channel on August 15th, 2003 to 6.5 million viewers. Dang. The DVD sold 800,000 copies and the success resulted in two sequels and three video game releases for Game Boy and Nintendo DS. If you haven't seen this film since you were a kid, or if you've never had the pleasure of having Cheetah Girls, Cheetah Sisters stuck in your head at 3 a.m., <laughs> here's a plot summary written by an anonymous author on IMDb. It's me. <laughs> <laughs> this is written by Growl Power 123, a.k.a. <laughs> Steph. A four-member teen girl group named the Cheetah Girls go to a Manhattan high school for the performing arts and try to become the first freshman to win the talent show in the school's history. During the talent show auditions, they meet a big-time producer named Jackal Johnson. No red flags seen here on the name. <laughs> who tries to make the group into superstars, but the girls run into many problems. Galleria becomes a full-time snob and forgets her friends. Dorinda has to choose between her friends or the dance club, and other things that could break the Cheetah Girls apart permanently. Dun-dun-dun. Dun-dun-dun. Oh, man. What a, what a synopsis, if I do say so myself. Cheetah Girls, <laughs> Cheetah Sisters. Cheetah Girls, Cheetah Sisters. Honestly, real quick, I kind of wish that... The summary had been like lyrics from the Cheetah Girl songs, just like <laughs> our stripes are different, different colors. Like it would have been so good. So good. All right. Well, let's jump into the fun facts. <laughs> yes. So our first fun fact is kind of long, but bear with me, guys. So the iconic bop from this movie, Cinderella, was not an original Cheetah Girl song. Before 2003, there had been two other versions, the first by American Girl Group International 5, or I-5 for short, and the second by Swedish Girl Group Play. 
The song was also recorded by Thai singer Tata Young and Taiwanese group She, but it's unclear what the time frame was on those, so I'm not sure if they came first or the Cheetah Girls came first, but clearly a very popular song. Um, it was even awarded Radio Disney's Song of the Year in 2006. Yeah, I remember when Adrian Bailon did like this interview on like mm-hmm. The View or like one of those talk shows, and she said that she actually gets kind of mad when people refer to Cinderella as a Cheetah Girl song because yeah. Play and I Five did it first. Yeah. So that's really interesting because yeah, this was always like it's a Cheetah Girl song. Like I didn't know any different, <laughs> right? It's crazy. And apparently, so I was like looking up because I've never heard of I-5 before or the group play. So I was like looking up a little bit about them, too. And apparently I-5 made this song within like the year of their group span. Like they got together in 2000 and broke up in 2001. Wow. Which is crazy. And it's kind of fitting for the Cheetah Girls because the whole time you're like, are they going to break up? Are they not going to break up? So I just thought that was funny. Interesting. Very interesting. (laughs) So our second fun fact is that in 2005, Disney Channel viewers named this as the number one decom like of all time. Like in 2000, like this is two years after it came out and it was still the number one decom. I'm sure it got dethroned by High School Musical, which came out around 2005-ish. But that's just like putting in perspective that this was literally life-changing for decoms like this was everything back then seriously I feel like I feel like kids back then were either high school musical people or cheetah girls people and I was definitely a cheetah girls person yeah I mean we were just older right like so like cheetah girls was our like high school musical like that was our musical decom and then like it goes high school musical people which like I liked high school musical a lot Um, and then from there, I think it turned into like camp rock people and then so on and so forth. So it's like generations of it, but like the cheetah girls for like us and our like specific five years (laughs) grouping, um, was like life changing. It was everything. Right. So our last fun fact is that cheetahs actually do not roar. Um, cheetahs in the wild, because we're looking at cheetah facts now, um, (laughs) cheetahs growl, hiss, chirp, and purr, which all sound adorable to me. That sounds like my cat. (laughs) (laughs) Libby. So that being said, the quote unquote cheetah sound that you hear when they do their handshakes was actually a cougar. Yeah, I believe that. My life is a lie. I mean, I've heard in a lot of movies that they use a cougar sound because, like, even ones where there's, like, tigers or lions growling, they're just, like, we use a cougar or we use a mountain lion or we (laughs) use, like, some other type of big cat because we can't get, like, a real one to make the sound. It's just so funny to me. I wonder how many people were, like, let me look up what a cheetah sounds like after this movie. And they're, like, why is it clicking? (laughs) Oh, it's so cute. (laughs) They're adorable. I love their little ears. All right. So. How much did we watch this movie as kids? I watched this so much that I still kind of know a couple of the dances. Oh my gosh. (laughs) I knew the words to every single song in this during my rewatch. And I probably haven't seen this since like 2000 and 
Seriously. six or seven. <laughs> yes. I was like, I have not seen this movie in literally a decade. How do I know every word? How do how does it all just come back to me? Like I'm doing the arm motions while sitting on a bed. Seriously. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm like 3 a.m. in my room, just like, I don't want to be like, like yes, yes. Acting like there's a fake camera over me. Oh, absolutely. But this movie is Bop Central, not gonna lie. Uh-huh. We'll get into it. <laughs> yeah, we'll get into it. Oh, oh. So Lex, who was your favorite cheetah girl? Um, <laughs> definitely was not Galleria. Oh, interesting. My favorite was always um was it Chanel. I always loved Chanel. I always like adored Adrian Bailant's voice. Like even in 3LW, I love 3LW. I yes. love their song um No More Baby I'm a Do Right. So Good. So good. But I, yeah, I loved Adrian Bailon. What about you? So when my friends and I would pretend that we were the Cheetah Girls and <laughs> learn all of their dances and all yes. of their music, I, love I this. actually, this is such like a an unpopular opinion because I feel like people didn't like her, but I always drifted towards Aqua. Hmm. I just liked her parts of the songs best. Yeah. <laughs> like, I just liked them the most. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, everybody has like a very cool, interesting part of the song. I never wanted to be Dorinda because I hated her. Yeah. <laughs> she has like really good hooks on the songs, and I just liked her a lot. Um, but I don't know that she's my favorite. I think Chanel was like technically my favorite, but I just never mm-hmm. wanted to be her because I never thought yeah. that I could like do her runs. Right. <laughs> she has such intense runs. Honestly, in she got Hussein. What is it? She got Hussein Bolt runs. This woman yeah. is amazing. <laughs> um, but Aqua is like literally the unsung hero of the group. I feel like she's the Michelle Williams to the uh to the this destiny's child over here her she, like, harmony is so cr- is yeah. like crucial she's so good so let's get into it because i need <laughs> to talk about this movie yeah we gotta talk about it <laughs> first of all i didn't know that this was a book series like really yeah apparently this was a book series and apparently they cut an extra character out of the movie adaptation of this what yeah so apparently um aqua was supposed to have a sister named angie oh like a like a twin sister and they couldn't find twin girls to play angie and aqua so they decided to drop angie from the movies completely whoa yeah (laughs) and apparently they were looking at like tia and tamara which iconic we would love that but yeah they were a little too old for this so yeah it was like i was like you guys really couldn't find any twins at all i wonder how old tia and tamara were when this came out because the girls in this are like 17, 18, 19, yeah. and 20, I think. And they're all, I mean, I get it. They're all supposed to be playing like 14-year-olds, yeah. which is completely unbelievable when you watch it. Seriously. Um, <laughs> they all look like they're like 18 years yeah. old. So. They have the whole like grease lightning thing going on where they're yeah, like yeah, yeah. <laughs> so old. Stop getting adults to play children. Yes. <laughs> it's so weird. I'm like, you mean to tell me these kids came straight out of eighth grade? Get the hell yeah, out no, no, of no, here. No, no. 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 So I thought that the 2000s looks and camera angles in this were so funny. Well, first of all, the movie starts with them like messing up at I think it was the little sis, the little brother's like birthday party or something. Right. And like the dumbest stuff happens and the camera's like shaking <laughs> and they're like and then the next thing you know, they're performing 
and like the camera angles are like so up close and personal and like they got the TLC no scrubs camera angles yeah I'm like what is <laughs> happening it was cool because it was like every time they performed it was like they were in a music video for them like yes. for themselves like it gave me a lot of like Backstreet Boys Millennium album like close-ups and like weird like glitches and like people move fast or things are like shaky and like all those weird like camera things they used to do in like Like, the 90s and early 2000s in sync bye 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 all of those like it was so strange like one second they were all up in the camera next second they're like all dancing in real time it's so funny I know people are going to say it dated this movie, but it really was like a staple of the time. Like if you want to go back and really get like early 2000s nostalgia, Mm -hmm. this movie has like so much of it, especially with those camera angles. I think of the weird one they did when they're like sitting around the table at at Jekyll's like office thing and how like people are delivering lines, but the camera is still like behind someone else's head like while you're (laughs) delivering a line. But it's like these, these early 2000s, thousands like movie choices and uh music video choices and the way that people would perform and like it just is such like a staple yes. of like that era yes so real quick is this your favorite cheetah girls movie oh absolutely <laughs> though 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 in the Barcelona one, in number two, yes. because we don't talk about number three because gallery is not in it um, yes. <laughs> we do not speak of number three strut is such a song. Is. I think about it all the time. Literally on our way back from the beach, my friends and I put on Strut <laughs> the Cheetah Girls and sang it. I love that. And it's it's just oh like every song, I mean, we'll talk about I guess we'll talk yeah. about it later. We can talk about it now. Whatever. Yeah. Let's talk about it right now. Let's talk about it right now. Every now. piece of music from this movie is iconic. Yes. Like all of it. Like, there's not a single bad thing. Like, they could have, I think they even maybe did, put out, like, their own album of just Cheetah Girl songs, and they literally were as good as all of the groups that were out at the time. (laughs) Seriously. I thought it was so funny that, like, the only song I didn't like from this movie was the one that Jackal was trying to get them to sing, and even then, I was like, you just put a sick background beat on this, and it's fire. Like, get the heck out of here. Um, yeah, what's with like the dinky little like keyboard? Do, 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 like, <laughs> sounds like every rap song today. But um, yeah. it was just so funny. The like the music in this was so good for no reason. For no like, reason. Even the part where Galleria has Chanel on the phone and she's like, "Listen to this," and then she's just like jamming on the on the keyboard yeah. and she's singing. I'm like, I love all of this and I'm here for the girl power songs. I am here for it. Yeah. And there's a reason that we remember it. Literally, we have not seen this since like 2006 or 2007 and like we still remember all of the music from yeah. it. Like every word, every lyric, like the hold that this had on like a generation of yeah. like kids and preteen girls. The only thing I can liken it to is the way that Frozen has such a hold oh over gosh. like kids today. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Like maybe people will think that's like really dramatic, but I'm not kidding. Like this, like my friends and I would literally like put on performances like in the schoolyard, like the Cheetah Girls, yes. and like we would do it, and like people would watch because yeah. people knew the movie and yeah. thought it was so funny. And other girls, we'd see other girls doing it too, and it, like this really had such a hold on so many young girls, and like 
like you said, it's the girl power songs. It's yeah. like the, they literally have a song called like girl power. <laughs> like Seriously. I just, I can't even like emphasize how good this music was and how important it was at the time for like young girls. Seriously. I mean, honestly, you guys might think we're being dramatic, but we were raised by Dorothea Garibaldi and we were raised <laughs> to be icons. Um, she right. I love is her. <laughs> all of our mothers. She is my favorite. She is amazing. Lynn Whitfield is amazing. She's also the mom on another show that I like that was on BET called Hit the Floor in oh like 2014 gosh. or 2015. <laughs> yeah. And she plays like this girl on it. Her name's Yelena. She plays her mom and she's also really good on that. Like I grew up with this woman like as TV moms for me. Yes. <laughs> like, I love her so much. She's just such a good like mom figure, I feel like. And yeah. she's very like she's so extra it just seems like I just I love it so much I'm here for it yeah there's a comfort about her presence that I enjoy yeah I loved the dynamic between her and the dad I was like oh yeah I'm here for this couple so I love funny. them so much <laughs> I really liked the dad because he didn't seem stupid at all yeah like he didn't seem like he was out of it or just like oh you know listen to your mother I'm gonna like watch tv like he was involved and he like had opinions and you know kind of like came in and tried to like diffuse situations but also was like you need to respect your mom and like I don't know I just really liked him I like really enjoyed him as a father he was the voice of reason in that entire household and I loved it I thought he was so good he was so good so basically the one character that I didn't care for um, <laughs> was, and I know this is the point because she's supposed to be kind of like frustrating throughout the whole movie, was Galleria, which made me sad because I love Raven so much. And I loved that so Raven, but I feel like her character was understandable to an extent. Right. Like the part where she got disrespectful to um the teacher I was like yeah you kind of lost me there and like even the part where Chanel was trying to explain to her like Dorinda needs friends like Doe needs friends just like us all like and then literally Galleria two seconds later is like oh well we'll see what Jackal thinks about the track tomorrow and we're like what like what yeah did you not hear anything that anyone has been saying this entire time it was so frustrating yeah it's interesting because yes as a kid I remember her getting super snobby and you know becoming sort of like unlikable and then I remembered liking her at the end and as a kid again I remembered like not being super into Dorinda really liking Chanel kind of liking Aqua I thought Aqua was funny but then now as an adult, I was really disappointed that they only had Galleria apologize to the teacher and she never yeah. actually apologizes to the friends. Never. She just she just kind of starts like a song and like, well, she has like a pity party yeah. at the back of the ab- ambulance with her new like boo thing. And then she starts the song and they all sing and perform the song together and they all hug. And I'm like... So, like, where's the accountability? Like, you didn't say sorry to them. You weren't like, listen, like, I've been acting like a jerk. She apologized to the teacher, which was nice. But it almost seemed like the teacher's apology to her was supposed to cover, like, everyone. Like, it seemed like the teacher was supposed to just sort of, like, forgive her and, like, on behalf of everybody else. Yeah. And I didn't like that. I felt like everybody, like, her friends deserved an apology. 
Right. And it's interesting because in the second Cheetah Girls, I remember as a kid, and I'm sure if I watched it now, I remember it actually agreeing with Galleria in the second one. Yeah. Because I remember she's like, hey, we're here for this like major singing competition, and you guys are all running off trying to like be wild in Barcelona, and like that's not what we're here for. And I remember yeah. agreeing with her in the second one. But yeah, in this one, I was like, yeah, they like really do up the whole she's got a big head thing now. Yeah. But- I thought Raven and Adrian were the strongest actors in Definitely. this. Yeah. Um, both of them were powerful. Yeah, and I mean, like like you said, like Galleria was a lot to handle and I feel like yeah. Like it was very anticlimactic. Like the end kind of was. Yeah. Like you said, I wish that there was a bigger apology. Like Chanel literally cleaned poop off of her shoes and she didn't yeah. even thank her she like patted her on the head and walked out I was like are you kidding me right now like yeah Chanel in my opinion was going through like the biggest change in the world like at that yeah. time like she was about to move out of the country her mom was ignoring right. her and now her best friend is ignoring her it's like what the heck is going on like yeah I felt so bad for her yeah I definitely agree with what you're saying about like them being the best actresses but I also think that the storyline didn't help because yeah they they were like Okay, Doe's a foster kid. They kind of dive into her story a little bit. They're like, Chanel right. has issues with her mom not paying attention to her. She She's like having issues with the group because Doe and Aqua are trying to get her to like talk to Galleria because she's acting right. crazy. Um, Galleria is like the star of the group and kind of like the organizer of everything. And she's like, she writes the song. She has her part and she's like trying to keep everyone together and keep everyone focused. But... They didn't even try to develop Aqua's character. Not at, at all. all. They were like, here's some poofy skirts and tassels, and you're from Texas. That's yeah. it. Yeah, and that's why I'm like, like I said, when I was a kid, I did not gravitate towards her as a character. I just liked yeah. her parts in the songs. And then even now, like, I was like, yeah, I mean, yeah, she's got cute skirts and little boots, and she carries hot sauce. And, like, that's funny to me. But, right. like, now as an adult as well, I'm like, she doesn't stick out to me, like, as a yeah. character. Um, and like Chanel has always been the most prominent character in my mind, like the yeah. one that I remember the most. And I, again, I don't know if it's credit to the writing, the fact that they had so much backstory for her. Yeah. I don't know if it's credit to the fact that again, Adrian Bailon, I feel like was the strongest actor in this movie. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, it was really kind of like disappointing that like all of them get backgrounds and then like Aqua yeah. is just like, I'm from Texas and I don't ride the Metro. <laughs> right? <laughs> exactly. It made me laugh so hard. They were like, here's some hot sauce. You're good. That's it. Yeah. Um, that's the extent of your character arc. Um, <laughs> but the writing I feel like was really good for Chanel, Doe and Galleria because they actually did kind of dive into like some serious issues with Doe. Yeah. yeah. Like this girl was working. She was like, trying to make it as a cheetah girl she was a foster kid there was that moment where they where she was like my mom didn't want me and they like had a moment between her and chanel and like they had a heart to heart which i thought was really sweet right but that was about the extent of it like as far as like heart in this movie goes um other than like I will say, I think that the confrontations between the girls did feel really real. Um, yeah, they I did. thought that those parts were really good. But the writing with the old, I'm, I'm going to use air quotes, quote unquote, lingo, <laughs> c 
killed me. I think that is the biggest thing that dated this movie. Like, yeah. what Disney Channel thought sounded like something cool a kid would say. Like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. Too much lingo. It's always the downfall. Yes, like Raven's like, tell her, no chance, no dance. I'm like, nobody says that. Like, Yeah, or Prada or nada. (laughs) Don't have a whack attack, doe. I'm like, what is going on? Like, nobody talks like this. It's very old lingo, and it kind of reminds me of the way that, like, Riverdale tried to make their lingo in the present. They're, like, (laughs) trying. Like, it's like when you see execs or, like, corporations be like, come to McDonald's, it's lit. And it's like, that's not how you use that. Like, (laughs) that's not, like, don't try to put your slang into, like, things where it just doesn't fit like just yeah we're too casual about it we'll slip it in on occasion it's not like every other sentence you know yeah like earlier when when Steph was like I got hot sauce in my bag and I was like swag I was like I literally almost vomited I literally almost threw up in my mouth saying swag it was so disgusting but <laughs> it's funny because Jackal was listed as like the main antagonist in this movie and I was like I didn't even mind him that much I minded Galleria more but I I did like the whole like kind of undertones of like speak up for yourself because Mm -hmm. the girls really did call each other out on stuff and anytime they didn't like something they were like what's up with that like you talk to her you're the closest to her like get through to her and stuff like that and they're like when they broke up basically the only one who couldn't take the heat and left the kitchen was Galleria you know because they were like right they were like we're not doing your song so you want to leave like it's not that's not how things work we're a group of four right and I really liked that I liked that it wasn't like a learning moment like her parents didn't pull her aside and they weren't like you need to learn from your mistakes like it was her friends calling her out on stuff Right, right, definitely. The relationship that they gave Derek and Galleria, or Dalleria, as you will, or Garrick. Yeah. <laughs> I tried to come up with a couple names. <laughs> My couple names are not cute, and neither are they. I was not, I didn't like them. I was like, Ugh. Every time he came on the screen and he was like, you know you my boo, I was like, will you stop it right now? I was like, cut it out. This is horrible. Like, this is disgusting. It's like, if you don't get your soul skater Backstreet Boy wannabe looking ass <laughs> out of here. I was so mad. I oh just think gosh. of him as the one of the bad guys from The Covenant all the time. For anybody who's ever seen The Covenant. I have like, not. He just plays like, he plays like this bully guy in it. And like, I only think of him in that. And like. I don't know. He just, he was annoying in this and he was creepy. And then they like have a moment at a keyboard and suddenly now they're like super into each other. And then they, she has a pity party for herself. Like I said, at the back of the ambulance and now they're like in love with each other. And it's, I don't know. It was just annoying. I was like, she had no interest in him and everybody's like, he's so cute. And he's doing like the most cringeworthy thing. And they're like, he's so fine. And I'm like, where? (laughs) Right. I was like, there was the part where he like ran into the other guy and they spilled the lunch all over them I was like really this yeah. is what we're doing this is what we're doing this guys. is what we're doing but I thought the kiss was so unnecessary between the two of them totally and then I was so mad because like we don't see him in any other movies so like what the heck like I hate when that <laughs> happens in movies like what happened yeah yeah uh I mean I'm not it's not a loss in my opinion <laughs> 
Steph's like, it's a gain. We gained a world of potential. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I will say the moms watching the girls sing Cinderella and their little like scarves and their sunglasses are so us. Yes. Like going to our niece's recitals and stuff one day. Yeah, I loved it. Absolutely loved it. Jackal Johnson. Women never trust a grown man with spiky hair, leather jackets, and chains, please. They are never, never a good thing. Yeah, never trust a grown man who approaches a gaggle of teenage girls and says he's going to make them a star. Like, that's a serial killer. Like, I don't yeah. trust him. Yeah. I know he's supposed to be, like, the biggest producer or whatever, but, like, it's predatory. And it's, honestly, yes. it's something that kind of, you know, actually, I don't not even kind of, it still happens in a lot of industries, and especially yeah. the music industry, of, like, preying on young girls who are impressionable, who you can mold to be whatever you want to be, to make them into a product. It's a very predatory industry, so I'm glad they kind of touched on that, and it seemed like Gallery's yeah. mom was, like, really hinting at that, about how, yeah. like, the industry will prey on you, it'll tear you apart if you let it, and... The icon! Yeah, it just... I'm glad they touched on that, but yeah, he was the freaking worst. <laughs> yeah, he really was. And I thought it was funny how, like... He told them basically what they what he wanted. He was like, you guys are going to wear masks. You're going to sing this song. We're going to make yeah. you stars. And they were like, bump this. Let's start. Let's show them what we really have. And they start like <laughs> singing out of nowhere. Jackal's yes, just sitting course. there like, okay. And then like two seconds later, he's like, beautiful. I loved it. I loved it. But let's do what I want. <laughs> yeah, he's like, back to the masks. <laughs> I was like, honestly. We're going to actually make you the girl group of Daft Punk. Like, Yes. A whole mood. My my two last points in this movie was that I love Toto. I thought it was so funny that Dorothea's so dog's name was Toto. And yes. I know that I'm not the only one to make that. Uh, whatever. But Connection. You know, yes. Thank you. Words. Hard. Um, so. But I thought that was really funny. And then. The last thing is I really want to hear that guy's joke. That one guy from the talent <laughs> show that was like, tell the yes. And all we heard was like, when he's like making <laughs> the bird noises. I'm like, I just want to hear the joke. I want to watch his set. <laughs> right? I love comedy shows. But yeah, that's really all I have. Um, was there anything else you would have changed about this to make it better? No, it's the right amount of decom cheesy. Yeah. Like I said, the music's great. I would have probably taken out the romance between Galleria and Blondie, but otherwise, I mean, it's it's a decom, and yes. it's, the, in my opinion, the best decom. So. It's the decom. It's the, <laughs> the one decom. where they don't plan on going to the talent show, but they all show up in matching outfits yes. and dance in the street Ooh, in New York. It's the perfect cheese. <laughs> Which is hilarious because the streets in New York are never that blocked off for that yeah. long. <laughs> Everybody has to show up in their matching Cheetah Girl outfits. Yes. Everybody from the talent show has to come out. They win the trophy. Like, chef's kiss. It's the perfect amount of, like, just cliche. Yes. Honestly, though, those Cheetah Girl outfits are everything. And I want, I want all of them. They're so good. I have, again, no notes. They're perfect. Right. We need to be Cheetah Girls for Halloween. Just saying. Yeah, or maybe we should be, maybe we should be the group that Jackal Johnson wanted to make. Just like the <laughs> <That's> seal. <terrifying. laughs> um, so the only other thing that I would have changed to make this better was I kind of liked in the beginning how they like weren't perfect. 
You know, like they were still learning. Yeah. They were like messing up and weird things were happening. I kind of wish we saw that more. And then like Dorinda staying to make to like become famous with the cheetah girls was like really sweet but at the same time i was like girl you better go get your money like go on the dance tour like i wish she was kind of like oh i could go over the summer like when we're off from school yeah well that's i thought it was supposed to be over the summer i thought that's what they said and then they were like now she's not going and i'm like why (laughs) right but I definitely thought that the music hold, held up. This is definitely one of my top decoms. Um, and it was so much fun. Yeah, I agree. 100%. All right. So let's get into our ratings. Let's do it. For critic ratings, the 2003 film The Cheetah Girls received a 4.8 out of 10 on IMDb. Holy cow. Wow. A shocking 71% critic rating on Rotten Tomatoes, but a 49% audience score on Rotten Tomatoes. Boo. And (laughs) And four out of five stars on Common Sense Media. I can't believe I agree more with the critics for once. (laughs) Right? People need to just, like, not take it seriously. It's a decom. Who'd have thought? Yeah. Who'd have thought we'd be here? Now for our ratings, we can rate this film on a scale from A plus to F minus. A plus meaning this film has all the growl power, (laughs) and it's such a fun rewatch, and I will definitely be rewatching this cheetalicious movie in the future. F minus meaning this film was so cheesy, it was really painful to get through, and I would rather fight an actual cheetah than watch this again anytime (laughs) soon. Based on this rating scale, how would you rate The Cheetah Girls? I'm probably going to give this movie... A B plus because I loved the music in this. I thought the storyline was so cheesy, but so like so much fun to revisit. Like it's it's really cheesy, but it's still so much fun. Like yeah. if you just take it for what it is, you're going to have a good time watching this movie. And especially if it's nostalgic to you, like it's it's so much fun. What about you? Actually, yeah, I was going to do the same. There's a lot yeah. that I love about this. Again, it's one of my all-time favorite DCOMs. Um, mm-hmm. The music sticks with you over time. A lot of the subject matter in this is still relevant, still very poignant today. The acting for... There's a lot of scenes where the girls, like, their acting is really, really good. Like you said, yeah. some of their arguments are very, very real. And it's it's good. And, yeah, I, I liked it a lot. I don't know that it's something that I'm going to necessarily put on to like rewatch yeah. voluntarily. So I am also going to give it a B plus um, just because it's really good, but I don't know that it's inherently rewatchable. And we all know I save the A's for things that I will voluntarily <laughs> rewatch at my leisure. So. Right. I feel like this movie would be a lot of fun to show kids around like seven, eight, like, Oh my God. Yeah. It's like the perfect, like preteen age, like fun movie. Yeah, from like 7 to 11, this is your bread and butter. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, yeah. So thank you for listening. You can find us on Instagram at TikTok. Wow. On Instagram at TikTok, guys. (laughs) You can find us on Instagram and TikTok at Chasing Childhood Podcast and on Facebook at Just Chasing Childhood. Be sure to give us a follow if you don't already. And July is almost here, which means we have a new watch list coming. So go follow for updates and announcements. And be sure to give us a rating on whatever listening platform you're using to tune in. We appreciate any and all feedback. Or reach out to us directly via DMs or email. We can be reached at chasingchildhoodpodcast at gmail.com. 
and have a wonderful rest of your week, cheetah girls and cheetah guys. We'll see you next week. (laughs) See you guys.